When this boy meets girl, this boy meets world. When this girl meets boy, meets boy, meets world. Hello, class. Open up your textbooks to Boy Meets Girl Meets Boy Meets World Season 7, Episode 16, Chapter Titled The Peace, no. aka Seven the Hard Way. I'm Alden. I'm Tanya. I'm the boy. I'm the girl. Uh, and I would like to talk about the title. But first, uh, we have a, a wonderful guest with us today after we took a month and a half off and forced him to wait. Yep. <laughs> so let's get quickly to Hi-Fi Mike. Hi uh, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> it's been a month and a half. Let's get to Hi-Fi Mike of Debatable and Book It, a wrestling podcast. Hey, what's going on? Are you just recording a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you, badly. May probably pretty badly. <laughs> Usually, if I'm on it, that's probably no, it. Has, no, it has nothing. nothing to do with you. Yeah, you are seasoned and haven't taken the past month and a half off. Um, we have, and we've forgotten how to talk, and we've forgotten how to talk to each other. I just haven't been on a podcast since Wednesday, and I've already forgotten on Tuesday. Tuesday, and I've already forgotten how to talk. I don't even <laughs> Come know on, my days we're counting week. on you to carry this episode. Yeah. Woo. This is all on your shoulders. Oh, man, I got this. Let's do it. Um, but, however, I do want to talk about the name, The Peace, a.k.a. Seven the Hard Way. Where did that name come from, Tanya? I don't know. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> this episode is, I mean, has always been called Seven the Hard Way. Um, but the last episode was called The War, so it looks to me, I, and I can't find any information out, so if anybody can... Or and, does Mike know anything? I have Mike no know? idea. I don't know. I, I honestly have no idea what it means. Um, I don't know where it came from. I was hoping you knew. <laughs> no, it seems like, and I, I looked, I googled, I did my work, and and it didn't matter. I still get an F+. Plus. Um, there, uh, there. It just seems like maybe Disney Plus decided we should just call this episode "The Peace" because the last one was "The War." Uh, because I can't find anything else up until it was on Disney Plus. Nothing calls it "The War." You mean the peace? I mean the peace. And I honestly thought the first time I looked at it on Disney Plus, it didn't say the peace. And then when we went to go, when we started talking about scheduling an episode. Then it suddenly was there. I swear it was not always like that on there either. I believe you. It's weird. Which I was confused. I actually questioned it one of the times I went to go look at it. And I was like, is that right? <laughs> and I had, yeah, I hadn't even looked at it yet until um, Channing posted in our Facebook group about the name change. And I was like, what do you mean the piece? Like seven the hard way is such a uh, an iconic name that everyone remembers. Right. Why was it called Seven the Hard Way? Yeah. I, I actually don't know. I don't know either. I, <laughs> is it because, are there seven of them? Yes. Uh, Corey, Topanga, Sean. That's three. Mm -hmm. Eric, four. Mm -hmm. Rachel, Angela. five. Angela Rachel. and... Um, Jack. Jack. Okay. Yes, but why the hard way? I don't understand. They had to learn the hard way? Okay. 
I wish I had looked this up, but I was maybe that's what Disney Plus is doing. They were like, this name doesn't make any sense. Let's change it so people only look up why it was changed. <laughs> oh, Seven the Hard Way is a studio album by Pat Benatar. Oh. So they named it that because of the music theme. All right. Anyway, Mike, how have you been? And normally this is where I throw a question at Tanya and I ask her something about her life. Um, have you ever dealt with a situation where like an entire friend group is just imploding? Yes, absolutely. He has a podcast <laughs> where they fight all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't think it's ever got. It hasn't gotten that serious yet. Uh, we can keep that kayfabe. But <laughs> but I've had. I mean, other friends, group of friends, implode very hard <laughs> mm. to the point where i'm you know it was almost like this actually it yeah it was it was like just like this episode did you travel forward in the future and think about how life was gonna be without them i did i found out that i would just live in the woods for seven <laughs> years <laughs> And grow a, a mean-ass beard. Tanya, have you ever had a situation like that? Oh, many, 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 many times. I'm very old. It's happened at least every five years. Yeah, it is a pretty... Like, this was pretty believable. <laughs> like, because everyone's been through this. Yeah, I think the thing is, is that if you do go, like, what would my life be without these people? Most of the time, it would be better. Yeah, so... that's the problem is most of the time the friends group implodes and you're like, okay, I can do without that person and without yeah. that person. <laughs> so this isn't all bad. I'll just stay friends with him and her. I don't know how, like, in this episode, though, I feel like all of them need, did need each other. I really don't I don't know if they needed Rachel, but wow, we can get how into that. How dare you? We'll get into that. <laughs> we'll get into that. Um, have you been watching anything? Have you watched any media? I I recently here's what I can remember because I've <laughs> I've actually consumed a lot of media, hmm. but to remember what it is is impossible. But I did watch <laughs> a couple weeks ago uh, Wrist Cutters: A Love Story, which hmm. I actually recommended on Debatable. Um, but it's about a I, I watched it. It was like 2006. And it's about a dude who uh, com he com commits suicide um, and then goes to purgatory where other people who also committed suicide go. And it's basically a buddy road trip movie. Uh, him and like uh, another dude, like a, he's like a folk folk singer, go on this road trip to find the guy's girlfriend who also ended up there it's it's a great movie um yeah and i've been playing ghost of tsushima Ooh, a lot <laughs> i just said last night like i want to restart that so bad it's i i i'm my first time playing it it's fantastic um i just finished the first part like the first chapter um so I don't know. I don't know how long game this is, but I've been doing all the side quests too. So I'm sure it's going to take forever. Yeah. If you do all the side quests, it's a very long game. I'm doing everything. <laughs> I'm doing absolutely everything. 
I'm going to get back to it. I've been reading a book, though, that's called Across the Nightingale Floor. Mm-hmm. It is it is a samurai book. Um, it, it kind of has that samurai vibe, but also uh mystical powers that i really yeah. I, i'm i'm loving it well but i i don't i don't want to play that or play ghost of tsushima and read that book at the same time oh or yeah my head will just be fucked uh, yeah i can understand that it's i think it's on the new playstation uh now or whatever it is playstation plus i got it for free so i mm-hmm. waited and waited and i i had to get it it was it's been fun. I've just been so deep into it, doing everything I can. It's it's probably one of the funnest games I've played in years. I would just gush about this game for an hour, but yeah, uh, Tanya's going to actually walk out of the room here in a second. I am not. <laughs> what have you been consuming? Well, um, I guess we've watched all of Stranger Things because we oh, haven't yeah. recorded at all during... Mm the new Stranger Things season coming out, even with the like two volumes we haven't recorded since then. Yeah. So we've watched season four of Stranger Things. I've got 20 minutes left of the last episode. That is the most random amount of time. Well, I've been, I watched most of it like in a block when I was like cooking and cleaning and stuff. Like I was Mm. doing dishes and cooking and then so i had like 45 minutes left when i looked i was able to shave off 20 minutes like today um and i've got the last like 20 minutes to go so we're not going to talk about it but it's 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 fun i agree what Um, i've seen was, was great i really liked the first half more than i've liked the last two parts Absolutely, one hundred percent. I agree with you. Have we watched no. anything else? Oh, we we watched the first episode of Loot, Loot uh, with um, uh, Maya Rudolph. Maya Rudolph, yeah. And that was it's that was really good. Pretty good first episode. Yeah. That's on Apple TV or Apple Plus, whatever. Um, that was so that was really good. I'm I want to finish it. Yeah, but I don't think we've watched very much. We've done a lot no. of reading and video gaming. <laughs> And busyness. Like, yeah, life has been crazy. But you know what else we watched? Wait. Wait. Like, we have a 14-year-old, a 16-year-old, and an 18-year-old. Yeah. Now. A a high school graduate, Mm -hmm. a 16-year-old. Like, oof. Yeah. That all happened while we were away. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And and an almost 39-year-old. Can we not say my age? <laughs> the lady never tells her age. I I hate how old I am. <laughs> how old were you when you started the podcast? Um, I would have been like 34, 35. I think 35. It depends on when you count because we did two episodes like you three did the first years two. before we ever. <laughs> I remember hearing that. I remember the exact second. Um or the the second I turned you guys on, like I was in my basement looking for something, and I was like, I really want to hear a Boy Meets World podcast. I was like, da 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 da. Let's try this one. I clicked it on, and I I just remember you guys talking about in between, like how long it was in between recording the episodes. I specifically remember that yeah. part as I'm searching through things, I and and for don't some recommend reason. That. 
I, I don't know. I just I was like, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep listening, and I was just I was hooked. <laughs> like I was I was like, this is great. Like, and at the time, like I couldn't find any other Boy Meets World podcast. Like you guys are the only one that popped up. Well, now there's a lot. There's so now there is up. a lot, and they're all after they're all dead in the water. Uh, <laughs> uh, now that Pod Meets Pod Meets World is is out, um, so it's weird. Uh, our fr- uh, friends of the show, Boy Meets World Fever, yes. they talked about how high their download numbers have been when they kind of expected the opposite, and we've been off the entire time that. Uh, since that podcast has been announced, so I have no idea how it how it goes, but I do know that it's weird that it seems like there's more interest now in the Boy Meets World podcasts because of this one that dropped in. I don't know how yeah. long it's gonna last. Right, I know it doesn't with... matter. We're almost done. Oh yeah, yeah, you guys are almost done, but you you'll still get residual listens. There are still people, especially when you're done, that'll go back and binge it from yeah. the front to the back. Um, like you're just gonna miss our voices i really am i don't <laughs> think you understand you. like it's <laughs> i've been listening to you guys for years mm. and yeah i mean you're friends i consider mm. you guys friends yeah we, you know it's i'm i'm excited for you guys you know you, you're doing you did it congratulations <laughs> you're you're almost there you're almost there we if, would be we will so drag you across to the, the end right line. now <laughs> if we hadn't taken a month and a half off, can you imagine? Right. We would be like in the final. Yeah, but we countdown. also would have had six episodes where we were like, everything sucks. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I'm sleeping right now. We'll drag you to through the finish line. You'll get there. But <laughs> thank you. I'm I mean, on you the guys... shoulders of you and Channing and right. John and Joe and Zella. And I mean, you you built a, you built a little community um it's it's gonna it's gonna be sad that it's over but it's also i'm also happy that you did it you got <laughs> yeah. to an end of a podcast like i'm in podcasts that they don't end <laughs> so <laughs> right. right you you're you did it like at some point i'm excited for you still at some like, point you're gonna run out of things that like cause uh divide with no. people <laughs> have you seen america there's always stuff to divide people right um no we're not gonna run out of things there's always something that one of us hates and one <laughs> of us likes especially with travis and i <laughs> yeah uh, so it's it's been an interesting journey it i mean it is really weird. That, I think that's the weirdest thing about podcasting to me is we're recording right now, right? Like, and we're talking about our lives right now, but somebody is going to find this eight years from now and be like, oh, that was when their kid just turned 18. And it's like, yeah, well, then none of that is relevant to us anymore, but to this person, it's going to be fresh and new. Yeah, I mean, we have people tweet at us like as they're listening to like through the earlier episodes, they're like, oh my gosh, your kid sounds so great, blah, 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 from when the kids took over. Uh, and I'm the, like, how, that was years ago. Yeah, I think it was Halloween. It was Halloween yeah. episode. Yeah, and it was so long ago. Like, they uh, were I have, so young. I have one thing to admit. I still have not gone back to listen to that Christmas episode that you, you made. <gasps> 
I don't um, blame you. I have, and it's you know so what? <laughs> I'm going it. to do it at the end when you're done. That'll be okay. the episode I save during Christmas time. I'm going to go back. I'm going to listen to it, and I'll 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 tweet it. I'll live tweet at you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we need to take more breaks so that <laughs> the episodes kind of are drawn out until like the week before Christmas, so that you can go so straight into sleep. listening to the Christmas episode. I don't know how everyone else is going to feel about that. Yeah. (laughs) More breaks. Anyway, you know what else we watched? (laughs) (laughs) What did we watch? Boy Meets World Season 7, Episode 16, Chapter Titled? The Peace. Seven the Hard Way. A.K.A. Seven the Hard Way. It actually says on Disney Plus, A.K.A. Yeah, in parentheses. In parentheses. (laughs) It's weird. Oh. Anyway, this episode was directed by William Russ. Okay. And it was written by David Brownfield. Okay. Uh, so, I mean, it's just William Russ season in season seven. Yeah. It's, it's like they were like, we're shutting this thing down here. Do whatever you want. He, I mean, so he was a guest on, on Pod Meets World. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they did an interview with him and then an actual episode with him. And I, he loved to direct. Like he, th- this was his first directing gig. Mm. Uh, Michael Jakes, uh, Jacobs let him do it. He he loved doing it, and that honestly kept him around for that final season because Alan and Amy, <laughs> I blanked on her name. Um, they're they're not around. Yeah, they're, they're non-existent this season. So he, I mean, he want, wanted to be around, I would assume. And what better way than direct? Yeah, well, it worked because he certainly directed. Um, yeah, I haven't listened to that yet, but I I look forward to listening to it. But you know, don't turn off this podcast to listen no, to that no. one. They're already famous. They've already got all their famous dollars. Um, we're just over we, here trying to. We get no dollars. We get this. no. We got. We get negative dollars. <laughs> we pay to exist. Hey. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, where do we start? Classroom uh, excuse or not? Me. It, oh, hello. It's been a month and a half. Tanya. Yep. Blurred me up. <laughs> The blurb for this episode is the gang is still reeling from the battle that began with a petty argument. Now do I go? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, where do we start? Classroom or not? Mike, would you like to answer this question? I know it's very exciting. Classroom! Yeah! yeah! I'm sorry for the audio experience there, but this we got a classroom. Is this the last classroom? I don't know, but I didn't think there were any more, so it might be. Uh, the last is... classroom sounds like a horror movie. Oh, I'm down. Can we make that? Yeah. Um, can we have everyone look like Boy Meets World characters, but we never <laughs> like draw attention to it? Yeah. Okay. Anyway, we're in the classroom. What are we doing? Um, Feeny is lecturing the group. Those seven people are the only people in the classroom and he has them shut in there and they're like, what are you trying to do to us? And he's like, you guys need to learn to get along. Stop fighting. This is stupid. He calls them jackals. He calls them jackals. And then Eric tells them to shut up jackals and they just keep fighting. Yeah. They keep fighting. They're very mad. They, um, Corey starts talking about how, oh, God, we just did a couple of pranks and now we're not friends. Let's not forget that they exposed (laughs) Rachel to the entirety of the campus. Which she doesn't even really bring up. She brings up the fact that they that Sean parked in her spot. 
Yeah. Like she's like, yeah, it's it, because it, you parked in my spot. She doesn't care about the photo. She's yeah. she's more upset about the spot. Yeah. It's really weird. It's like she completely forgot about that. Yeah, Which she, is weird because a month and a half ago <laughs> when this fight started, she was very hurt about this photo and everyone was talking about this photo. And that would have made a lot more sense than her being right. just upset that he stole her spot. But during this back and forth, Corey goes, boo-hoo, what, what, we'll be friends again in a week, which was so like eye-opening as far as like, well, this is what Corey thinks. Like, mm -hmm. Corey doesn't care about the fight. Corey just is like, I don't know, whatever. Whatever makes you mad, you'll be over it. You'll get over it. Well, and I think that's a lot of how things have worked for him. Yeah. Throughout this whole thing, he never really had to work to, to bring peace in any of his fights. It's always been the other person. Yeah, and, and somebody says, like, why do we even care about this? And and Eric goes, we've been friends our whole lives. And that's where... Rachel's just like, no, like, you've been friends your whole lives. We have not. Like, Jack, me, and Angela have not been. And Angela's basically saying the same thing. She's like, you guys have always had each other. So they say that, um, like, we are the outsiders to you guys, which it, it that is how it's played out like mm -hmm. it's it's not a bad realization to go through and and um sean gets up and he's like look what are you talking like angela you're my girlfriend of course you're important to me jack you're my brother of course you're important to me i have to care about you and then rachel is like hey what does that make me and no one has an answer for her at all um basically they make her feel like she's just there and she's not really a part of anything and so she gets up to walk out and eric and feeny feeny starts to give an assignment to them where he's just like no you guys need to work through this i want you to write down um something good about the other people uh we're going back to preschool and you guys are gonna do this sit down and do this and rachel's like no i'm not doing this and she leaves yeah, well, uh, I don't think she got up quite yet, right? No, she does. Um, so Topanga and Corey kind of go, or Topanga goes, "You're we're husband and wife. Like, you're supposed to listen to me. You're not supposed to have an, a team without me. Yeah, so they, like, Rachel basically leaves, and Eric is standing there watching the other people continue to fight, like, um, Topanga's still acting like Sean and Corey are against her and Sean and Corey are acting like they're yeah, against was, her. Yeah, I was, I was right. Rachel hasn't exactly left yet. She's, she hasn't left because this is where she stands up and she goes, Topanga, for once, this isn't about you. Mm -hmm. For once, this is about me. And Mr. Feeney is like, and yeah, how do you feel, Rachel? And she just like, she says, I feel like I don't belong here. And that's when she just walks out. Mm -hmm. Okay, so Rachel's not wrong. No. She, she other than dating Jack, she was just a roommate. Mm -hmm. She never really got involved with, with anyone else other than when the other girls moved in. And they, I, they, even then they weren't really, they didn't really hang out with her. Yeah, even then they treated her like an outsider. Yeah, and I will say, like, you know, we saw Angela and Rachel stay close to each other, like become roommates after the whole situation. Um, I, I 
disagree. I think that she thought she was a part of them until things got tough. Like, at least with the girls. And, and if you think about the fact that, like, when she lived with Jack and Eric, like, they went and did stuff together all the time. It wasn't just a roommate situation. A roommate situation, you can live in your room and never talk to your roommates. Yeah, but I do think it has evolved into that spot where they were like, okay, cool. We had our phone with Rachel, and, and now we're, yeah. we're doing our friend things over here. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, she... She's, you've never seen, I don't think you've ever seen Sean, her, and Corey together without anyone else either. Yeah, no. And I think that's very important for the dynamic of that group because everyone else can be mixed and matched, but right. you can't put Rachel in that part of that dynamic. You can put Jack in that dynamic, but you can't put Rachel in that dynamic. Yeah, it is. I mean, that is an important thing for a group. Like, if, if you, if you aren't able to kind of be alone with any of these people, then you don't feel like you belong. Right. I've been, I've been with Fred group with friends and like, there'll be a friend that's there, but I don't go without one I'm already with because otherwise I don't have anything in common with this person. I don't want to hang out with them yeah. outside of this air, you know, this place or wherever I'm at or the situation. Yeah. So, Anyway, poor and Rachel. I can see Rachel. Poor Rachel, yeah. but honestly, with how everybody is treating everyone, like she said, like these other people have been friends for like their whole lives and they're treating each other like shit. So why would she want to be a part of them anyway? Right. Like, what is the point of them having been best friends forever if they're literally sitting there in the middle of the situation, making it about themselves and infighting? Yeah. Like, she should have just been like, fuck you, bye. I don't want to be a part of this. Well, she tried to. Right. Uh, but uh, Feeney, at this point, is just over the fight. Like, he just wants it to be over. Um, yeah, we're at, like, later in the classroom. Yeah. And Feeney's got, like, his head in his hands. And he's just, like, hopeless. And he basically dismisses them after they continue to fight. He does dismiss them. And then Eric tries to stop everybody. And um, it doesn't work. Uh, Corey does this thing again where he's like, whatever, we're going to be friends next week. It's no big deal. And they all go stomping and, out. And and I think Eric and Feeney or just Eric, I can't quite remember. Um, one of them says, like, can you imagine a future without these people? Oh, really? Yeah. I miss that. It makes sense, though, because then. Well, we go out to the hallway and Sean tries to get Angela to go for a walk with him. And she's just like, mm, nope, goodbye. And then Corey and Topanga are over there and Sean and Corey are trying to talk. And Topanga's just like, um, I'm your wife. And Corey's like, well, let's go talk to Sean. Like, it's fine. And she's like, no, it's not. You're choosing him over me. Goodbye. Um, and then Corey and Sean get a little bit irritated with each other and they part ways too. Yeah, Corey kind of goes over to Sean and it's just like, uh, you know, she's my wife and I'd like things to be, you know, nice for a change. I'm going to be, I'm going to go try to be with her for a few days and figure things out. Uh, I'll be back for you. And Sean is just like, are you sure you're doing this? And Corey's like, yeah. And Sean walks out all sad. Yep. And then we 
ripple to the outside of Chucky's. Mm -hmm. um, and Topanga and Corey are there, but you know, they look the same, but with glasses and an L Woods pink suit, I guess. And Corey has a tie on, which I guess means he's wearing a tie. He's older now. Yeah. And glasses. Yeah. And Corey is just like, I don't, I don't want to be, why are we here? Like, I don't have anything to say to these people. And Topanga's like, well, you just do the thing where you're just like, Hey, how's it going? Oh, everything good. Oh, it's good to see you. All right. Bye. <laughs> She's like, just do the superficial stuff. And they immediately like, they walk from there to into Angela, basically. And Angela and Topanga just kind of have that really awkward, like, we were friends and now we have nothing in common kind of mm -hmm. back and forth. They're just like, Oh, I meant to call you. Oh, I meant to call you too. Well, why didn't you? Oh, you know, life. Which again, like felt so painful and realistic that whole like, Oh, <laughs> Hey, like where you just all of a sudden you're like, I don't have anything to say to this person. Like I won't, I feel like I should be talking to them, but I don't know what to say. I feel like you would never have that problem. You talk a lot. <laughs> what? So then we see that it's Feeney's retirement party. It's 2006. Um, we see... They talk about how they need to get home to the baby. Yeah, they talk about how they need to get home to the baby. Uh, Topanga shows Angela a picture of the baby whose name is Beverly Glenn. Um, and Topanga, I guess, was going to be a lawyer, but then she had Beverly Glenn, and she's a stay-at-home mom. Uh, uh, what was their daughter's name in Girl Meets World? Looking at uh, the future? Was it Riley? Riley. Okay, Riley. It Oof. was definitely not Beverly. No, I, I knew that, but all of a sudden I was, like, panicking because, you know, like, when you know, like, I should know this. Why don't I know this? And it just was gone from my brain. Is the, the actress's name is, like, Rowan, right? Because that's what I was thinking. Her name is Rowan. Yeah, I think it's Rowan Blanchard. Yeah. Anyway. Something to that effect. Augie was the real star of that show. Let's oh, be real. Yes. Like, Which, he was... did you, did you I... see the Instagram pictures between him and the girl who played Ava? No, I oh, They're not. still best friends, and they did like a whole photo shoot together. They were nice. so cute. Uh, I have to go back and finish watching that. I only watched a little bit of it. I mean, you don't have to. I don't have to, but I know I'm going to want some sort of Boy Meets World. Uh, like, I, I want to see Corey <laughs> and Topanga, mm -hmm. and really, I'm fine with that. Like, that's enough for me. Yeah. There's, there's so much weird, stilted conversation in that show that, like, I think I remember liking it, but I think I might have, like, forced myself to like it. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure... I'll get sick of it, but it, I just, it's like, I'll take what I can get. Yeah, <laughs> at this I, I think point. there were some things, there were some things that were enjoyable about that mm -hmm. show, but you just had to sit through a lot of garbage. Yeah. Um. Anyway, where are we? Where, uh, so Corey just gives up. He's like, I, I, I can't do this. I'm going to go find liquor. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't even get liquor. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just like, I need a big one. And, Corey goes up to the bar. Jack is there. And Corey's just like, oh, hey, 
and it's just like really awkward, really weird. And Corey's like, so if you hear, I hear you were doing really well. And Jack's like, yeah. yep. <laughs> yeah. And Corey is like, uh, what's it like to have all that money? Good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was a funny, funny scene. Um, and then, then, uh, he just walks away. Jack just walks away. Mm -hmm. I um, just want to say that the the moment when they they started talking at the same time, th how on beat they have to be, like the oh, actors yeah. are. Like I'm watching. Like I never thought about it. I'm like, damn, that must be the hardest thing in the world to do because not only were they, I mean they 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 just synced up completely, and yeah. it was. It was watching. It's actually insane. It Go wasn't ahead. even one sentence. They they took breaks and said things in between, mm -hmm. all at the same time. They're no cue. They they have their visual cue is the other person's lips and how they're gonna react. That that's nuts. Yeah. Like I was watching it, my mind was blown. Also, this is all just one big scene. This episode. I think it only has like three scenes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's that beginning, the entire middle, and then that small end. And there's no B plot. Nope. Yeah. It, it was a really interestingly done episode for Boy Meets World. Mm -hmm. um, in, in many, in multiple ways. Um, but so now we, we go back to Topanga and Angela and, mm -hmm. and Angela's like, so let me guess you uh, were there for a year and then they wanted to make you partner and Topanga's like, mm, almost, I left to have a baby. And and Corey comes over, he's a CPA and Topanga's like, I might never go back to work. And Corey's like, oh no, you are definitely <laughs> going, going back, back to work. work. <laughs> I love that. I, I love that so much. <laughs> it's like, it's, I was Jack on Wall Street? Is that what it was? He's I don't just think a... It, that. Tycoon, he's just a business tycoon. That was yeah. okay. He's just a rich guy. Yeah. Right. He's just uh, he's just a rich guy. In seven years, he he became one of the richest people. A lot yeah. can happen in seven years. I guess so, but especially when your dad's already apparently pretty rich. Yeah, I was about to say he's that's... super rich, but can't get a suit that fits right. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> just, they were like, surely he'll grow in seven years, but uh, <laughs> he just that suit was just I mean especially because it was pretending to be 2006 mm -hmm. um, that suit just was too big he was, was too damn big it, well yeah. the style choices as like futuristic style choices it's like anyone who is successful wears pleather not leather <laughs> pleather Angela's yeah. successful. She's wearing pleather pants. Yeah. Jack is successful. He's wearing like a pleather jacket. Or was that Sean? I can't remember. Sean's One wearing, of wearing pleather. Wearing like a pleather jacket. Because he's wearing, Jack's wearing an oversized uh, tux, tux, like oh, a okay. coat uh, with shoulder pads. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it definitely looked, it, they, they were trying to make them look older and. Jack especially, <laughs> but really kind of everybody except for maybe Sean and Angela looked younger. Yeah. Because of the um, way they were dressed. I also thought for the first time so far that Sean and Jack looked like brothers. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I felt like they looked more like brothers than any other time in this show. I've, I, to that point, I've always thought that they did a good job casting two people that looked enough alike to be half brothers. Mm -hmm. But this episode in particular, they, I don't know whether it was like the addition of facial hair for Sean I think or something. It was. I thought the exact same thing. It's like, it's got to be the facial hair. Yeah. Which we haven't talked about yet. So Feeney's standing there and Sean comes up and they're talking. So like, um, Sean is a writer for the Rolling Stone. Now he sends in all of his articles to Feeney. So they're talking about that. And Sean's just like, so, um, have you heard from Corey? Well, first, first Feeney goes, so you married? And Sean's like, not yet. Got any kids? Not yet. You happy? Not yet. <laughs> Marriage and kids. That's the way to get happy. That's the only way. Right? Right? Is, is that it? It works for us? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Help. Um, yeah. So then uh, Sean is like, yeah, have you heard from Corey and Topanga? Are they doing okay? And Feeney goes, I don't know. Turn around and ask him. And Corey's just like Sean. I I don't believe for one second that they wouldn't talk ever. Like, and, like that does not make sense. No. That that and I get that this is a fantasy world that all things are terrible, but it just doesn't make sense. I don't believe that for one second. You can't sell me on this. Yeah. Because of their one fight, where because Corey, one fight. where Corey took his wife's side, right? Because he he just didn't want to get pitched at anymore. Yeah. He's like, please, bro, please. I will please. have I will have so much more to say about this whole concept towards the end. <laughs> okay, but okay. Was it bad? Was what bad? Anyway, them not knowing each other was this whole scenario bad? Because it didn't seem that bad. It, it, it seemed I, like they were all successful. <laughs> like, I don't even understand. Eh, no, Sean was sad still. Sean, he, it, it showed that he could be successful, but not fulfilled. Yeah. But, but like it I wasn't. Said, I have more to say. But <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there. I promise. We'll get to the end of the episode at some point. I swear. <laughs> it's um, a pretty quick episode. Yeah. So, Corey does say something about the baby or whatever. Did we tell Sean? Does Sean not know about the baby? And Sean is like, baby, huh? And you're the father? So now Angela's there and she does the weird, awkward interaction with Sean where they're just like, so what What are you up to? And she's like, oh, I'm a writer now. And Sean's like, really? And, and Mr. Feeney says, well, she also sends me all of her articles. And, and then he does this weird touch and then quickly exits. <laughs> <laughs> It was like, very quick. Like it was, it was like, a about, stage play. Right. And that's what it felt like. I was like, wow. That was that was exactly like a play. Because that's how they, they say the sitcom feels is like a stage play. Like it's mm -hmm. and the more I watch sitcoms, the more I realize that. Yeah. And so they have like their little awkward interaction where they like pause there and they, they both clearly want to say something, and then Angela's just like well, I've got to go. I've got to catch a plane or something. <laughs> or yeah. something. She yeah. just bounces. Like, 
Yeah, and then to, I guess to help uh, the situation, Corey walks over and he's like, "Wow, you two have a lot in common. Like you're <laughs> both writers, and you didn't even know." And Sean was like, basically, like, "I knew." She wrote this amazing article about Costa Rica. It's the most and, soap opera thing. This, yeah, uh, just playing it back, it just feels like a soap opera. And they're like, "Why didn't you tell her that?" And he's like, "I don't know." <laughs> and then. This is where Sean walks away and runs into Jack, right? Yeah. And then, yeah, yeah the quick, oh, man, it was such a, that was, oh, such there a was sad. Right before Jack leaves, he leaves because uh, Sean and looks at Jack and they're like, whoa, it's it's been a while. And Jack goes, yeah, let's keep, let's it, keep that it that way. way. Like, wow. What happened? Wow. <laughs> Yeah, Sean definitely stole a girl from Jack. That's what it seems like. They didn't talk after no. the fight. Like Nobody talked after the fight. So even if he stole a girl, who cares? He, they just bounced. Like, it was... They, they both seem okay with it, too. Yeah. They're all right. I, I get it, man. Yeah, what? he goes to walk out. Go ahead. Uh, I feel like... We'll get to it. You know, we'll get to it. I was going to say, <laughs> we'll save it for the end. So Jack starts to basically like saunter off all powerful, rich guy in a giant suit. And he walks by a bearded man with long hair and like a robe, right? Yeah. He looks like a nomad. And it's obviously Eric is the thing. But Jack like walks by him and looks at him and then he does the double take where he, he walks back the double thing uh, this is my favorite this is my favorite sequence in all of the the, the show <laughs> the whole thing like this sequence of between eric and jack <laughs> is the greatest thing i can every time i watch it i just laugh out loud <laughs> And I'll, I can watch it over and over again. It's just the funniest thing. And just thinking about it, I'm so tickled. It's, <laughs> it's just talking about it. Well, oh. Describe it. What happens? Yeah, I was going to say, that's what, this is the reason you're here for this episode. Uh, so he, so take it away. Uh, all right. So he. I don't have notes in front of me, so I'm going to try to go off my memory. <laughs> and I, I'm not good with that. If you've ever listened to Debatable, you, you'd understand <laughs> that. Um, Jack sees him he walks by does the double take and then he walks back in i don't know what he says they say something i just know that the they walk he walks back he says something else he, he turns back around he goes back in and then i don't remember how many times but eventually he sticks his mouth onto the window <laughs> and just <laughs> blows like like that like in uh, uh, Mighty Ducks one when they're all oh, yeah. in a limousine and just blowing onto the the thing and he just goes in and he just has to ask him he just has to talk to him he does not understand what power he has over him yeah and neither does Eric so yeah he, oh, he like oh he goes to walk by him and um he's like Eric and he's like mm, plays with squirrels it's plays with squirrels now. And um, <laughs> plays with Eric. And he, Jack's like, "Are you are you insane?" And he's like, "No, I have a <laughs> manifesto." 
Well, he does say he's like, unless, unless uh, you consider insane. Oh yeah, living outside for seven years, throwing and away re- all earthly possessions, rehydrating or uh, sterilizing your urine. Yeah, and, and yeah, yeah, I'm insane. <laughs> and that's yeah. Jack is just like, I gotta go, and starts to walk out. He literally walks out. He's gone. <laughs> He is out the door, and Eric just quietly says, "I have something for you." <laughs> and that's when Jack like runs back to the 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 window and is just like, he makes like a sad face, like I don't want to do this. And then he like blows on the window, and then he walks back in and goes, "What what what is this power you have over me?" And Eric goes, "Oh." <laughs> <laughs> that Bad. was my favorite part. Just the oh, I I don't think there's a part in this show that I laugh more more than that. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and that's when Eric hands him this giant manifesto, and he's like, "I wrote a manifesto. We all have to do it when we we live out in the woods." Oh, and then he, then he looks over and does the Vinny? <laughs> and then starts, yeah, coughing. Cough again. Oh. And Miss uh, Feeney goes, Mr. Matthews, and he goes, <laughs> Mr. Squir- Mr. With Squirrels. <laughs> and Corey goes, Eric, and he goes, Plays Plays with. With. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, I can't do it alone. I'm, I'm doing it with you. This is what I'd be doing if I was listening to the show <laughs> at work. I would just be repeating it. Because... <laughs> no, so it was sorry. so good. I actually. <laughs> So I don't love this scene itself, like for everything that's happening. But every time Eric interjects, it is beautiful. It, well, and they they bring it back to like a few episodes ago with the whole the thing niche. where with the niece and niece, niche, niche. Yes. and niche. Because as he walks up, Corey goes, "Don't tell him that we have a child." And Eric I goes, niche. "I have a niche," <laughs> and and Feeney does the niece. <laughs> And Eric does the like drinky drinky sign. (laughs) Niece? So they all start talking back and forth and discussing like how their lives are fine without each other and whatever. And and Corey drops the, uh, yeah, I mean, our marriage counselor and Topanga like hits him and is like, um, and they all start going back and forth and Eric just goes, I'm married to Moose. <laughs> <laughs> and he pulls a picture out and he's like, and we don't need counseling. <laughs> oh, but it's he convinces funny them that they need to read about it. manifesto. It's funny until you think about it. And then, and then he grows out. There's no quickly. There's no necessity for thinking you about it. You don't have to think it you out, don't Mike. Have to think about don't think, it. I'm saying don't think about it. Just don't because that's when it gets bad. You're making everyone <laughs> think about it right now. Don't think about it, guys. Don't think about it. It is Just... a Monday morning. People are trying to drink their coffee, oh, yeah. eat their breakfast pastries or their oatmeal, and you just made them think about it. Somebody <laughs> right now it, is in the middle of eating Cheerios, and they were like, "Oh, what? What would a marriage to? Oh, God." So who's who's? brain is this all happening in is this a collective Eric. unconscious or is this, is this all eric so in eric's own <laughs> in eric's own fantasy about what happens here 
<laughs> he marries a moose. <laughs> he has given up on anything that matters. I think for, that's his. That's this except is except for the blow pop in his didn't beard. Have to marry the moose. But this is the like. This is the Eric fantasy. It's not like this life. A it moose is, being... is gigantic. Where did he get a moose? <laughs> In he's Philadelphia. In Phil, right? He's still in Philadelphia, and there's just a moose in the park or something. Meese, right. <laughs> oh meese, 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 moose. We got a we got a pack of meese over here. <laughs> it makes the most sense. <laughs> if I'm if I have to call geese geese and not gooses, we're calling plural moose meese. I thought people called mice meese. They say it in the Muppet Christmas Carol. Well, they're not Carol. big enough. <laughs> they, they, they call in Muppet I don't know. Christmas Carol, Carol. They say no cheeses for us Mises. Yeah, and and everybody knows that if it. Rhymes, I think it it's because it rhymed. Yeah. <laughs> no. uh, at this point, they're like, okay. "Has anybody heard from Rachel? Does anybody know where Rachel is?" And she turns around from the bar, and she's in like <laughs> cowboy boots and a denim skirt and stuff and she's like i went to texas and oh, married my no she doesn't just say i went i went to texas yeah i'm I, a full-on southern twang for living there seven years yeah i don't think that's how it works well it doesn't stay so i think she was doing it to like mock them that she held it on for a very long time i don't think she, it's not in the next part where it's, they start talking about um when they start arguing about how she thought that they would be, um, they would have been back to being friends the next day without her. I, I feel like she still tried. I yeah. oh, she lost she? the accent until she said, "What was it? she said something?" Oh, what when she said that she named her kids little Corey Topanga. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Then she then she's like whatever she said like psych, not or psych or yeah, yeah right, she's or like whatever. what am i crazy yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was not in the southern accent and i no, think she that's was chomping on that gum oh. the whole time you my could see the gum in her mouth my girlfriend was watching it with me and she was like i hate how she's chewing <laughs> that gum yeah and she's right it's oh yeah the worst acting choice. It was unnecessary. That gum they added were stigmatizing, nothing to the scene. They were stigmatizing country girls. <laughs> I guess. Then, you like, know what? They should have just. They should have just put a piece of wheat in her mouth because mm-hmm. yeah, that, uh-huh. the gum wasn't helping any. Well, yeah. We could call William Russ and let him know that was bad direction. Poor direction. I will get him on the line. Yeah, I will tweet at him. um yeah so that's this is when everybody kind of argues about um the the marriage counselor and the the meese and um (laughs) then eric tells them all like you must read my manifesto it contains everything i've learned and everything all my knowledge all of my knowledge and Corey goes that's three thousand pages and jack goes yeah but they're all blank yeah that's about right except for the first page and what does the first page say, Tanya? It says, lose one friend, lose all friends, lose yourself. That is the greatest pre-breakdown chant that I've <laughs> ever heard. Like, yeah, you, I could just see it. Like, I want to just write just that in a breakdown. Mm-hmm. Uh, just 
<laughs> lose one friend, lose all friend, lose yourself. <laughs> just, just, yeah. just, oh, it's beautiful. I even thought about getting that as my Boy Meets World tattoo. Oh, nice. But then I was like, that's a really sad tattoo. It is. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, uh, I'm going to go back to the, the Feeny Tiki head. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, they read that, and Eric is just like, yeah, nothing, after that, nothing else seemed important. And um, we ripple back to prison. We don't. We cut to Sean, who now, I guess, hears that and looks out the door and goes, I blew it. I let her go. And oh, then, yeah. then we ripple. So yeah, it, it, it makes it seem like the they're real, the real, um, what? <laughs> <laughs> they look like they were inoffensive, yeah. like from Harry Potter. They did. They did. Yeah. But what, but what they Harry, did there. You by... Put your name in the goblet. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that, then Eric pops in and just goes, I married a moose. Um, <laughs> no, they just yells, <laughs> Dumbledore the moose. <laughs> he looks like he'd be in Harry Potter. He's Dumbledore. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Uh, but no, by ending it on Sean realizing that he blew it, it just kind of made it seem like that's the lesson they were trying to yeah. get from this. Um, not anything about Ra Rachel. Yeah. <laughs> Again, they're like, fuck Rachel. Yeah. So we pensive away to the <laughs> To back to the classroom. Back to the classroom. And where we're back before um basically before we left off. Like it goes back a couple of minutes. Except this time uh uh Eric goes after Eric, Rachel. Yeah. He goes after her instead of faster. Is anyone gonna go after her? We didn't mention that. He just says, Is anyone gonna go after her? And then doesn't go after her himself. Right. Right. Like and nobody else does either. They just keep fighting. Right. Why didn't yeah. you write anything down? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So Eric oh. runs out into the hallway, picks Rachel up, brings Which, her back in. That's, I mean, the way it, he. It was aggressive. Yeah. The way he tried to stop her earlier in the episode was also pretty aggressive. Yeah. Just mm -hmm. really handsy. Yeah. At this point, he picks her up, throws her on the ground, and then sits on her. I, I'll be. All right. So I would have felt. I don't know. I, I feel like if they they don't feel close, like I right. feel, never felt like they felt close enough for mm -mm. any of this next part of the scene happening. Um, I don't know what it would have made them feel closer other than if she dated Eric instead of dating Jack. Right. But it still wouldn't have been right. It just wouldn't have felt so weird. Yeah. Because it yeah, feel it, it. I watch it and it feels out of place. It does. And I think going back to what you were saying earlier is like that kind of interchangeability really for anybody else. There might have been some awkward scenarios like if, if Sean had sat on Topanga, but people it still wouldn't have seemed out of place. Mm -hmm. Like or if Angela had sat on Corey, it wouldn't have seemed that weird um, because they're trying to fix their friend group. But yeah, Rachel getting sat on by Eric is like, all right, well, this is odd. Yeah, and there wasn't anyone who would have been able to sit on Rachel that it wouldn't have been on. Right. Like no, she's been she's only been there for the last two seasons, right? Right. Yeah. So she don't really only know them what like maybe a year and a half. Yeah. Um, she didn't go back in time with them. 
Uh, she didn't do any of that. She wasn't. She didn't know about the witches. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot. She, I mean, she missed a lot of bonding moments between. Yeah. The group. So she, she doesn't. She really is. If I think maybe if we would have gotten four more seasons, then I would have been like, all right. But we didn't get that. We did not. But yeah, so Eric is just like, I wrote, and if nobody else wrote anything down, I wrote something down. And he he does the breakdown again. Yeah, Um, his manifesto. Lose one friend, lose all friends, lose yourself. But he puts the paper in Rachel's face and she reads it and then like softens, I guess. I don't know. Softens to the floor. And uh Corey is like, we're not going to lose our friends, right? Right? And everyone's like, wait a second. We can, like, we can lose friends? <laughs> <laughs> like, wait. So, like, in reality, we didn't have to go through that whole thing. Right. He didn't even have to write that down. He right. just been like, this is a bad fight, guys. We should figure this out. They did not yeah. need to go into a classroom. Mr. Feeney didn't need to be involved. Yeah. And then Angela gets up and she's like, oh, I'm so sorry, Rachel. I love being your roommate. You're very important to me. And (laughs) And Topanga's like, I just wanted to be on the guys team. We know Topanga. You didn't stop. (laughs) No no one didn't get that. (laughs) You didn't fix anything by saying, here's why I was mad. Yeah. (laughs) uh, Jack comes over and it was like, just because we broke up doesn't mean I don't want to be friends. You're very important to me. And he comes over. So like everybody is like on top of Rachel. <laughs> Actually, everyone's on top of Eric. Eric is doing like a one handed push up over Rachel, holding everyone else's like body weight off of this one girl that's laying on the floor. Um, and Sean walks over and he's like, look, you know what, Topanga, you became his wife. I'm just a best friend. I don't have to be around. You, you should be spending all of your time with me. And Topanga's like, wait, if you're not here, I have to spend all of my time with Corey? Right, you and know then, Topanga doesn't want that. No way. <laughs> no way. And she grabs Sean and pulls him in, and he joins the dog Yeah, pile. she's like, you are very, very important to me, Sean. Uh, <laughs> and Corey is the final person to join, and he still is, he's just like, hey, can I be with you guys too? Like he says nothing. Right. He doesn't join in any of the like, here's why you guys are important to me. Yeah. He's just like, oh good, you guys fixed it. Yeah. And then I mean, gets to, to like fair, he between Topanga and Sean. But what did but what did Corey actually do wrong? What 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 part did Corey do wrong? Oh, I guess he blew up the picture, right? Yeah. He, he, he <laughs> yeah. Matt, I forgot about yeah. that. For some reason I just I, I was Alan Matthews and was just blaming Sean there for a second. My uh-huh. bad. Yeah, and, um, and you just forgot that because you're like, well, he, it's not like he stole a parking space. Right. He didn't <laughs> did steal a parking space, but he did help with the get put the car in the. Yeah. Yeah. He so, was a part of all of that. He was very bad. But nobody, nobody was talking to him anyway. So like he didn't get his chance. <laughs> it was all it really done. It does didn't... seem to me like Corey is more the Rachel in this situation. Yeah, it did seem kind of like we've all figured this out. And like, Corey's just so it pans over desk. to Corey, and it's like, oh yeah, there's some, Topanga, there's another Topanga, person. Topanga speaks for both of them, so it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, she does. Um, and then we're done, right? Well, they call Feeney, and they're like, "Your turn," and he's like, "Oh God, no, class dismissed." Mm. 
And then they all get up to go pile on top of this poor little tiny old man. Like they could hurt him. It, it, at this point in, in time, though, he was a lot younger than he is now. So yeah. now he's a poor old man. And I'm like, Feeney could do whatever he needs to. And we've seen Feeney within the show go. Didn't he go hard with that 5K? Yeah. Mm. So he, he can still he can still go. Well, and, and even now, William Daniels, like if you follow him on an Instagram or anything, like he's still like working out all the time, like trying to exercise and stay fit. He's, yeah, he's very tiny and and not super mobile. So the one thing about the scene I would have liked instead was Jack. Instead, what he should have said was, um, you know, instead of saying, "Oh, you know, even though we broke up, we should be friends," he should have said, well, "I don't really know you that well, but <laughs> <laughs> call yeah. back to that Christmas episode." Yeah. Oh, uh, that, that that's probably one of my favorite Jack lines. I laugh every time I hear that. Watch that too. I don't really well, know you that well. But... That's the end of the episode, right? Yep, that's okay. it. We don't have a post-credit scene, as you like to call it. So, as instead of throwing it to Tanya, Mike, how did you feel about this episode? Overall, honestly, I I've always loved this episode. Hmm. Um, I for. This is one of those episodes that almost no matter when I turned on the Disney Channel, this was playing. <laughs> this is one of those episodes that was just on. So I've I've watched this m- way more than I watched the first part. Like I always forget there's a first part. Mm. Um, so I love this episode. I might be biased towards it because of all that, but it has again my favorite moment in entire show's history. And I, I die on the floor laughing every single time. This is the for whatever reason. When I think of Eric Matthews, I think of Plays with Squirrels. Um, I don't. I don't think that's abnormal either. Mm-hmm. I think. I think a lot of people immediately think of Plays with Squirrels. It's just so good. <laughs> it's it just gets better every time I watch it. And it it's weird of how much drama is in this episode. And usually that's what I don't like about Boy Meets World. Mm. is the sad drama but for whatever reason because it gets it so low that eric matthews is just like like a shot of like serotonin dopamine just (laughs) right into me it brings me so low and then shoots me up and i'm in like yeah i'm it, it just makes the whole episode I'll watch this one over and over again. I've already watched this episode like four times for the, for the podcast because every, every time, <laughs> every time I had I, I we we planned it, I watched it, and uh, so today I watched it again. I was like, I'm, I was gonna, I'm say, watch is that why you waited until like right before the episode? Because yeah, like, I'm not too. watching it again unless I know for a fact we are doing this. <laughs> well, that night I was ran out. Of, I was just running out of time. Like I was like, I cu- I'm cutting it really close here, but uh, I made it. So, but yeah, Tanya, how do you feel about the episode? I love this episode. Um, and really, like I don't care about their fight and stuff, but. I love Eric so much in this episode. It's Wilfredell being perfection, period. Um, he is the best at delivering crazy lines with a straight face. And 
everyone else also played off of him so well. Like their reactions to him were perfect. Like I love that so much. Um, but I also don't understand like it's okay to acknowledge the fact that maybe you shouldn't be close with the people that you were close with when you were like five years old. Like sometimes that's great for people and sometimes it's not. And honestly, it didn't seem like their lives sucked to make the point. Like, you know, Sean didn't feel fulfilled because he didn't have his friends. Sean's never felt fulfilled and he's always had his friends. He has never in his life felt fulfilled. His friends don't do that for him. They I don't think, matter. Uh, I, I think you're you're right. I I can't argue with it. I'm trying to, but I can't because <laughs> <laughs> I feel like there's something there, but I can't. I I I'm wrong. So so you're right. You I could can't, argue. Can't argue you could argue that when he went on his road trip to find himself, he came back because his friends fulfilled him, and that was a part that he had left behind. But since then. He still is not content and he still is not fulfilled and he still is not happy. So it doesn't really matter. I think the closest we may have gotten it was when he lived with Mr. Turner. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. But I I also think that his even though he wasn't fulfilled while we watched him throughout this, him losing his friends got him that much farther away Mm -hmm. because but it's farther away that bad like it's farther away he seemed miserable is a successful writer for a huge magazine and he doesn't feel fulfilled when he's with his friends either and he doesn't always feel happy when he's with his friends he goes off on his own and he's a writer for a really big magazine and he still doesn't fulfill, but that doesn't change anything. I really want to see like, like the fre- the Bel Air Fresh Prince treatment on Boy mm. Meets World. Mm-hmm. We get, we still get the jokes. We still get some jokes. We get the humor, but we also get this darker, grittier version. Right. And don't start it when he's a child. Obviously you don't do that. Don't, don't <laughs> yeah. do that. Do it when they're in high school. You could do something like their junior, junior, senior year. You could start them off there going into college. And, you know, I don't know how long you're going to run this for, but I think you could do that. Then we could see Sean being Sean way more in depth Mm -hmm. because we definitely get a cookie cutter version of what's really going on in the show. Which, yeah. For a sitcom, they definitely dive deeper than a lot of sitcoms, especially with like Sean's stories, continuity. It's Mm -hmm. one of the only things that they keep, um, I guess equally dismal from season to season. (laughs) Uh, it's the one thing that doesn't have a continuity error, but, um, I, I really do like this episode a lot. I like that. There was very little Corey in it. (laughs) Um, I love Corey. See, everybody hates Corey, but I I figured something out between Boy Meets World podcasts and How I Met Your Mother podcasts. Is the main character is going to be the most flawed because they have to they have to be the one 
to go through or learn the most. Right. And they, you have to have that roller coaster with that main character. And so I still love Corey. I, I will stand by Corey. I see, I see too much of Cor- Corey helped shape me as a person. And that's kind of sad to say, <laughs> but not necessarily. I said like the anxiety. I definitely, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I definitely feel like I got that from Corey and uh, some, I don't know, some mannerisms that have stuck with me my entire life. And I watch a show and I'm not saying I see a full mirror in myself, but I definitely see some influence. Mm-hmm. This show was definitely influential on my development. Yeah. And now I'm wondering if that's a good or bad thing. Well, it can be both. <laughs> I, I absolutely see both in my, in my life where I'm like, Oh, that was, that probably shaped me in a negative way actually. And that was positive. <laughs> right. It's, uh, I, I, I love I the show lo- way more than human showed. I think sometimes. Yeah. I, 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 I like Corey a lot. I just, in situations like this, um, where you know that most of his interactions are going to be negative ones with people. That is the Corey. I really cannot deal with because he makes bad situations worse. Just always in in a situation like that. I just want to go back about three minutes ago when Mike said, I realized something between boy meets world podcast and how I met your mother podcast. And now I just imagining a bulletin board in your room (laughs) with multiple podcasts up and just like lines running through and circles and just like question marks. Um, In the middle. It's just like, who am I? (laughs) There's also, this is kind of on the same thing. There's also a lot of same people behind the scenes of boy meets world there is on how i met you how i met your mother mm-hmm. and the office mm-hmm. the casting mm. director for boy meets world specifically i know this is also the casting director for the office mm. and when i because i listen to uh, uh office ladies and they they bring her up all the time and then i finally saw her name on the boy meets world opening credit mm. oh. and I, that's what that's when i started doing the um but it's nuts like i didn't realize how small hollywood is oh yeah how small it actually is it's just a small town just a little (laughs) with a lot of people a little stars hollow stars hollow is based on hollywood there's a lot of people but a few of them that actually do anything yeah but uh, so i but i understand what you're saying tanya um about like it they didn't they didn't what's that movie um they didn't it's a wonderful life this very well mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. they they didn't make the future seem sad enough um it was weird like i i do think that was an odd choice because they could have like things have devastated Corey and topanga have gotten divorced um you know they're they don't know what they're doing with each other and um yeah, there were no instances where it was like, well, when we stopped talking, I lost my passion for this. So I became a CPA. Like, it, there was no correlation. Right. And you'd think that with a two-part episode, you would be able to um, play that out a little bit, little bit better. But no, uh, they had two whole episodes to do this, and they didn't really make 
they didn't really ex expand upon their lives uh, very well. But William Russ did direct it very well. Yeah, no, yes. and yeah. The I, only I, what did what does Sean do as a career in Boy Meets or Girl Meets World? Isn't he he's, a photographer or a journalist? Yeah, yeah. I think he pretty much does that. So he's got his his and Topanga are the only two that are the same that actually. Mm -hmm. Yeah. In in well, I don't remember. I don't remember what um anyone else does. Unless Eric did become plays plays he, with squirrels. He did. He does bring that up. Yeah, yeah. He, he did. And then he becomes mayor or yeah. something. Yeah. <laughs> That's but, yeah, he is plays with squirrels. That's crazy. I need to, I I I'm gonna have to go just to see these little moments. Well, and I don't remember <sighs> what Angela ended up doing either. I think well, what I can do is I can try to watch it with my child. You don't you don't want to do can, that. Man, I'm just trying to find a way to get through this because I got to get the little tidbits because <laughs> I, I just want to know. You just you don't want your child to take uh, some negative lessons away from it. Yeah, they from really Girl do. Meets World? Oh, yeah, yes. There are some definite definite situations where they try to act like they are enlightening children mm -hmm. and they really steer them in a very bad direction there's a really? whole faith episode that is bizarre oh like, i'm sure truly bizarre is. there's an episode where a main character basically is like hey guys i'm autistic and they treat him like he's ill and that's supposed to be good yeah they're like we'll make you better yeah okay so like, we can help you through this and it's like what uh all right, I don't want to watch anymore, but I still want to see. I still want to see. Uh, I don't know that first I, I, season. Like the little bit I watched, I liked, but I also didn't continue watching first. it. So I, I thought it was weird, um, but I, I think it actually the second season is even better. Mm -hmm. um, but I never finished it. Tanya did. I did not. Yeah. Well, we also at the time had like a. 10 year old girl oh and she and loved she it was, she was yeah, like right in there with it yeah so but so that's the thing disney channel shows um the the best one i've ever seen i've ever watched was uh good luck charlie uh oh. absolutely 100 the, the best, best disney like, channel show ever i remember watching it i i originally started watching it because i was just going through things to put on for my kid when she was a bait like a baby mm -hmm. like toddler and i put it on and i was like this is really funny yeah mm -hmm. i was i watched it for like i would put it on and she'd be like she'd be like i want to watch something no we're gonna watch good luck charlie and i would just sit on the couch watching it i i think there's only four seasons it's easily digestible yeah uh, that, that, that's... that is 100 my favorite disney channel show it's and the christmas the movie is the best it's one that is in rotation every year we own it like that theme song so is a pop like yes it's it's so good uh yeah absolutely like if you ever yeah. decide to do a good luck charlie podcast i'll come on <laughs> I, I you know that's a good possibility <laughs> I wouldn't hate that. I wouldn't oh, hate that at I'd all. I definitely guessed on that because yeah. I I would watch it. I'd watch along. I don't even need to watch along. I've watched the episodes <laughs> so many times. Like I don't. I couldn't tell you how many times through it was on. 
I'd throw it on, I'd put it on, fall asleep, wake up, it's still on. Yeah, it's a uh, it's a really good show, and mm-hmm. it's the same thing with me. Like I was just it was Disney Channel, so it's on, and my daughter's watching Disney mm-hmm. Channel, and it would go through all of these shows where I'm like, ugh, this is awful, this is annoying, these characters are terrible, and then Good Luck Charlie would come on, and I'd be like. Okay, this is really this is good. Funny. This is really funny. This it's is like clever. Yeah. And there's it, there's character growth throughout it. Yeah. It's so weird. It's so good. Yeah. <sighs> anyway. I'm going to yeah. watch that when we're done with this. Anyway, <laughs> how I feel about this episode. I was going to ask. <laughs> but how do you, you had, feel about this episode? You had to talk about the uh, good luck. Sorry, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> um, I thought that's it was good. what I do. <laughs> I thought I thought the episode was good. Um, I loved the Eric stuff, and that's like that's all that mattered. Mm-hmm. Um, the the fight I thought was stupid, and the the resolution was stupid. the The fight was just a vehicle to, yeah. like you said, Mike. Like it was that was really well said. Like because they brought the episode to this low low point, and mm-hmm. then through this beautiful scene with Eric in it. <laughs> it made it seem that much better because yeah. you've, you've gotten to this point where you're like, Oh, like I don't want to get on a podcast today and talk about not enjoying this episode again. And then Eric comes in and you're just like, I love this episode. Right. I think if Eric wasn't there, I wouldn't like it as much. Yeah. I think, I think I'd still know it and it, I'd be like, All right, this is an okay episode. I don't think I'd hate it, but Eric Air, they they really just they knocked out of the ballpark. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Anyway, that's how I feel about the episode. There's not really much to say because there's you guys said it all. Yeah. It it's it's just a fantastic. It's just such a good scene. It it's such a quick episode. It is a quick episode. Like it's 22 yeah. minutes long. Uh, that's with theme song, and it's just before you notice know, three scenes. It's over. I mean, there's long cuts there. Like, I don't even know how they if they shot it in multiple spots or mm-hmm. what. But it yeah. is a great. It's a great. Honestly, it's a great piece of television in general. Like, it's a good. Like, I I don't know. I would show this people. Like, if somebody's like, "What's a good sitcom episode?" I would show them this. Yeah. Maybe if they've ever seen it, I I guess you could kind of understand what's going on. I think absolutely you can. I think, yeah. in fact, it removes a lot of the negative that the negatives I had for the last episode. Like it, it, it doesn't dwell on the things that I hated about that episode. Mm-hmm. I think to your point about Corey not doing much. If if I showed somebody this for the first time, they would never know, know the show is about Corey. That's true. Well, they would mm-hmm. probably think it's more about Sean. It is more about Sean. Sean is way more the main character than Corey. At least after like the second season. I think, I think at one point, Sean, Corey, um, and Eric all become the main character of Boy Meets Mm. World. Mm -hmm. Um, There's definitely three. They're, they're the three boys. I feel like they've, they've, they kind of hinted to that on, pod meets world not to bring that up again but mm. felt like that's how they they first because originally it was all about Corey, right um he was in every single scene mm-hmm. uh think about young ben savage 
as a workhorse on yeah. that show. Like he's in every single scene. And yeah. he's like a little stand-up comedian. And I never thought about it that way. But the way that that Ben Savage plays Corey is a he's a little he's a little stand-up comedian. He's there, mm-hmm. he says it, sets up, does the setup, punchline, and then tries to throw in a catchphrase. Yeah. And it's but he's a he's a like he was a child, he was like eleven years old, twelve years yeah. old. I could and not do that at twelve years old. They were doing so many scenes back then, too. I mean, they were like oh, yeah. going from place to place to place so fast. Kitchen to school to backyard yeah. to back to school. Here's the cafeteria set. Here's. Yeah. Oh, uh, hallway. Yeah. Living room. Bedroom. Yep. Now, now you're getting like. You'll be lucky if you get to. They were already taking tearing the sets down as they're filming. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like they're they're like throwing shit out. Yeah, you really <laughs> see them at Chucky's most of the time. Yeah, like almost. You don't even get the apartment anymore. Not really. No, I don't even know the last time we got the apartment was the door. Wasn't room. it when they had the fight and Corey had like a mental breakdown or whatever, and he was like laying on a couch? I don't know. Probably. But yeah. Oh, their apartment. Yeah. That's what I was thinking of. Not you were thinking of the guy's apartment. No, yeah, the, the, the guy's apartment. I don't even know who lives there at this point. It's the guys. <laughs> right. It's right. we I think it was like two episodes ago. We were like, oh they yeah, they live there again. Oh no, it was last episode. Because we, because Eric and and Jack were sitting across from each other eating angrily. Yeah, and we were like, Oh, that's right, it's their apartment again. But yeah, I, I mean it's definitely like it's by nature a sitcom is is this character who's just never learning because he's the main character and he just has to constantly be making these mistakes and it gets annoying and it gets tiresome mm-hmm. but they circumvented that i guess by allowing uh Sean to grow and change and experience things and learn from it and I think that that was a really smart thing to do. It, it mm-hmm. definitely kept the show alive longer mm-hmm. because you're actually watching things happen, just not to Corey. You're not watching Corey develop and change and grow. And I think Corey did start. He did. He did change and grow. And then he got stunted at some point. And I'm trying to think where the point was that he stopped learning like yeah. truly learning because he was definitely still and I still even think up even through season five he was still growing and changing. And it must have been when they got to college and after think, the after the wedding, he really stopped too. Like he, I think it was the loss of Frankie, honestly. Well, yeah. <laughs> that I think he always had that person that like was a conundrum to him, like the sweet, sensitive, tough guy. Was it Frankie? Or was it Harley? Did did he, did, did he <laughs> stop, when he stopped getting he stopped beat growing. up? Is when he stopped oh. growing. He's like, I don't need to grow grow up anymore. I'm not getting beat up anymore, so I don't <laughs> have to change. Yeah, yeah. I think it's Frankie. Okay, <laughs> we figured it out. Tanya figured. I don't, I don't it out. think punishments like that work that way. So, uh, well, whatever. It was a good episode. <laughs> yeah, it was a good episode. <laughs> Um, it was great 
to have you here to talk about it. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. And congratulations again. I'm again, I'm just super excited for you guys to finally just be like, now what, what do you do now, man? We have like, no idea. What's like, it's going to feel so weird at the, the end when you record that final episode. Well, like, I can't never, imagine when you start a show that is seven seasons long, you can't see the finish line. Right. So to to know that we're coming up on it, it is so strange. Yeah, it's it's strange for me as a listener because <laughs> like Mondays, I'm like, yes, all right, cool, man. Let's let's throw this, let's download this because I start my week. Listen to Ralph report, then I put you guys on, and then I put Parks and uh, Rewatch on, hmm. and that starts my mornings on Mondays. So now I don't, I don't know what <laughs> I'm only gonna. It's gonna go from. Uh, Ralph report to Parks and Rewatch until they're done. They're they've got like a season or two left. Well, until... we'll just we'll just record like our arguments over no, mundane fine. things and then just send them to you. Oh, that that works. It'll I'm just in. fill that spot there. <laughs> uh, well, I hope you guys do end up doing something, doing something in the future. You don't have to rush, but I really do hope that you guys get the bug and you want to record some podcasts again because. Podcasts are fun. Charlie sounds really fun. <laughs> Good luck, Charlie. Good luck, Charlie. I would absolutely so love. I never even looked to see if there was one out there, but you guys got to do it. I will listen. You already have a listener and a <laughs> what guest. What do we call it? I don't know. We'll have to think about that, and we certainly can't give it away in this episode. Can't. Somebody will take it. Right, sure. but you guys got this. I'm I'm excited if you guys end up doing it. Let me know. Um, I'll be I'll be listening. I'll download. I'll do whatever I need to do. <laughs> well, you'll be on it as well. I'll be on it. I'll be on it as well. Uh, I I love that idea. It's such a good show. And maybe the your fans here will go and check it out. If they've never seen it. I rec. I highly recommend it. I know you're all listening. So well, and it's on Disney Plus. Yeah, on Disney Plus. Do it. It's it's a great show. You'll you'll love it. So outside of Good Luck Charlie fan casts, where can people find you, Mike? Uh, so you can find me on Twitter, hi-fi underscore Mike. You can find all the shows I'm on uh, on T13 Media Network on our website at T13media.com. That's the letter T, the number one, three spelled out, media.com. Um, I'm on Book and Wrestling Podcast and Debatable, where we debate the serious, the silly, and everything in between. And if Travis is on, it's mostly just me yelling at Travis and <laughs> Travis yelling back at me and us both calling Damone um, stupid. So <laughs> <laughs> that's usually how the shows go. We do this in front of a guest who is just thrown into our chaos. You uh, had some crazy guests, though. I, you like, know, looking back on it, we've had some, we've had some pretty crazy. Yeah, you're right. I mean, you got Jagazus, like we did. Um, that, I was in shock and awe. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Um, I think our our brand manager Keith, who does all of our scheduling and scouting, and he was on the show. He was on Book It Wrestling Podcast. Uh, where we're actually doing Book Adverse, which is our full-on fantasy companies. Um, but he does all the scheduling, gets all the guests. He just reaches out to whoever, and he, he gets a schedule for Debatable. He's a godsend, because before that, it was just... It was 
all everything I said before, except without the guest, and <laughs> we just made fools of ourselves. <laughs> and uh, but it's a fun podcast if you just like random stuff. And t13media.com has has everything. Um, all the shows that are on there. We're gonna be doing. We're gonna be launching a whole bunch of new shows soon. Um, not soon, but relatively within the next year or so. We've got some ideas floating around for some new content. So you don't have to be on all of them, right? Uh, no. When I when we launch new shows, um, we're gonna we I'm gonna be going off of at least one of the other shows, and we're also changing our scheduling. So I shouldn't have to be on all the shows, but I enjoy being <laughs> I enjoy being on all the shows. So uh, it's with my yeah, you know, it's with my best friends. So I I can't ask for anything more. You know, it, I get to talk to my best friends every week. Um, and I mean, we all just went to Oklahoma for one of our hosts and on Book It, he had his wedding. We we all I drove down to Oklahoma with my girlfriend. It was nineteen hours there, nineteen hours back. Oh wow. Just for a friend on the internet and po- <laughs> fellow podcaster uh, that you know that I just met online and did podcasts with. So it's it's we're building friendships, and you can hear that in the shows. Definitely check them out. Very fun shows. Um, we've been on them, but yes, you got to come on again. We're not on them too. Yeah, <laughs> I appreciate that. But you guys got to come back on. I'm trying to get. I want to get you guys on. It's been it's a been while. So it's been a couple of years, and uh, yeah. So uh, we're, I want you guys. I gotta get you guys on. We've had Boy Meets World Fever on. They're actually coming on again, um, the 18th of this month of July. So I believe that's the day. So we're getting them on. It'll be live, and then we'll put the po- the episode out later that week uh, as an audio podcast. So if you like Boy Meets World Fever, which I've been on that show, they've been on on Debatable. Listen, it's they're so fun to have on. We have also been on their show and they have been on ours and we are recording with them tomorrow. Yep. Oh, nice. All right. Uh, I think, I think we've finished up. Yeah. Um, Is there anything you want to say before we go, Tanya? Where can people find you? Um, You can tweet us at BMG and BMW. You can email us at BMG and BMW at gmail.com. You can join our Facebook group. You can come chat with Mike. Because uh, he's part of it, and let us know what you thought about this episode or just Boy Meets World in general. You still got it, still got it. Month and a half off, still got it. I practiced in the mirror during that month and a half. Oh, I did hear that. <laughs> um, all right, I think that's gonna do it for us. Uh, thank you, Mike, for being here. It's been thank fantastic. You. Thank you so much. Again, congratulations. I'm happy for you. You keep saying congratulations, and I'm so afraid that we're gonna drop the ball and you know i'm sad. gonna we're going to drag you through the finish line if i have to make oh, if i have to do it alone i will <laughs> i'll pretend Mike just I'll takes do all of the episodes and like takes words <laughs> out of each episode to piece together. I, i'm sure there's enough in there from all the episodes i could do that yeah, yeah. <laughs> you'll get it in like two years but i could do it <laughs> Thank you for your sacrifice, Mike. <laughs> You're welcome. No, we love doing the podcast. Sometimes life just gets in the way and we have to go, wait a minute. This is not as much of a priority as like these things right here. So right. we need to take a step back and um, it's good to be back, though. Yeah, it's great to be back. 
Um, well, but anyway, thank you all also for joining us and listening. Um, we appreciate you all and everybody who's still hanging around. Um, thank you for joining us. This has been Boy Meets Girl Meets Boy Meets World Season 7, Episode 16. Do good. Class dismissed.